Hi everyone. Welcome to Colin. We're calling all useful idiots. We got a couple people in here. I'm just gonna tweet this out so people know what's happening. Oh man, I can't tweet it. Wait, let me say, hold on. I'm having some tech issues today, I'm not gonna lie. Alright. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. So we got some listeners here. Anyone have any questions? We're eventually, as I said, we're eventually going to be moving. Uh, uh, this this show will be moving on to uh, locals, which is a rumble uh, state. I don't know. I don't know how to explain any of this. It's a rumble thing, though. Uh, Daniel, this is, of course, calling all useful idiots, the useful idiots call-in show. Hey, Daniel, what's up? Hey, Katie. Um, uh, thank you for having that event on Saturday in New York City, uh, Avenue C. Oh, were you there? Yeah, I didn't get to talk to you. I thought I got to talk to Bree, um, but thank you for having that. It was really awesome. Um, both yeah. of you have been, thanks for coming. Yeah, both of you have been really, uh, formative for me, like, just my journey on the left. I'm kind of a newcomer, and, uh, yeah, you guys have been really great for that, um, Thanks. Yeah, but yeah, again, like, um, I wish I got this off to you, but it was just on the way out. I wanted to come just to jump into Colin just yeah. to, you know, just thank you. Um, yeah, I guess who's next time? Because you're going to keep doing this, right? The live shows? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was a great live show. It was a little frustrating because we sold out, but when people don't pay for tickets, they don't actually come. So then it said sold out, but a lot of people didn't show up. And then that meant that because it says sold out, other people didn't come. So anyone listening, if you were with someone who got an Eventbrite ticket and didn't show up, I want to unthank you. And you can make it up to us by coming to the next one, maybe. But I'm going to make people pay. It'll be affordable. Yeah, I think so. But no more for Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm one of those patriots, you know. Uh, I subscribe to you. I subscribe to Bree, so... Oh, you're double patriot. <laughs> yeah, you were, like, you were announcing them putting on full blast, like, last uh, Saturday and, like, it's like, yeah, you go, yeah. you go, guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Um, you guys kind of spent a lot of time. And actually, you guys touched on almost everything, including, like, just uniting the left and all that. Oh. And, like, that wedding you guys all yeah. went to it was really cool. It was pretty much, like, left in yeah. Camelot. It was great. That's why I call it my book. But. Red. Yeah. yeah. No, don't. That, that's not. That's funny you call it Camelot. Well, what's great about you calling it Camelot is it's bad because it sounds like elitist. True. But it's great because it's a good reminder that RFK is not, as I said during the stream, Pancho Villa riding around a peasant riding on horseback. So I mean, we had that guy. You know, we know about him. Like maybe Wes is as close as we're gonna get to that guy. But yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys having pretty really fair, fair and balanced, and, um, like uh, approach to like again, the three lefties who are running against Biden, so to speak. And yeah, you guys had a, you guys yeah. did a really great job of that. And again, just really grateful. Um, oh, but I brought that up okay. because um, I think if anyone has like chance to even like. Even if it's not really a worthwhile project to unite the left, it's probably you and Bree. And that was something I definitely wanted to get across to you guys, but you know, I could probably forgot about it. But but yeah, um yeah, I think because oh, you, you you the amount of people you can have on your show, the people you are actually friends with even in real life, like when you talk to Ben Norton and you talk to Crystal and Kyle, like that's that's it's really rare and both of you guys do oh, that. Yeah. Like it's I don't see anyone else. Right. It's pretty much therapeutic whenever I see that, you know. Um, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, I don't want to take too much time, but I just really wanted to thank you for everything, and I uh, can't wait till next show, honestly. Um, but yeah, 
Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Katie. Take, Thank take you. care. Bye. You too. That was a really fun live show we did on Saturday night. Okay, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, unmute yourself. Amanda, you know, you come on. A, oh, okay. Anyone else? Okay, Amanda, I'm going to. Okay, got it. Hi, Katie. Sorry, I got a phone call at the exact moment that you called me up. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Um, thank you for doing the call-in show again this morning. I'm, I'm really bummed to see that there's almost no callers because that's the point of the call-in is to be able to call in and talk to you about your show and your work. Yeah. And it's a bummer because I want you to keep coming. <laughs> yeah, we will. Until, yeah. We have, we have good, we have good conversations here. There's a lot of really good conversations, I think. Yeah. Super doc talk this morning, though. Oh, my God. Sorry, it was too much. But w what can you do when that was all there was? Yeah. Right. I, I know. I know. I'd start my own Sunday morning show for you to give you something else to talk about. But I don't have that kind of money or power. So, hey, it is what it is. I'm glad you had a good event this weekend. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It's really fun. And we'll hopefully do more. Yeah. What do you, what do you think that it, are they ever going to get back to the stuff, the Ukraine stuff or anything on the Sunday shows? I mean, I don't know what's going on. I'm really hoping that next week they do. Yeah, me, me too. Cause it's been, it's like, this is like, I mean, sure. Yeah. Breaking a law, getting all of the documents and bragging about it. What, but, um, how about all the other laws being broken, right? <laughs> the ridiculous things that are happening. I don't know. I, I think that it's that thing that the U S media doesn't seem to want to cover the way the rest of the world covers. And right. so, yeah, it's a very frustrating. Yeah. It's I mean, really pathetic. especially the thing you were pointing about out about that, that, you know, Lindsey Graham brings up Julian Assange, but he definitely right. doesn't support Julian Assange. Right. He brought him up as a villain. Right. So, so I, I, I admire you. It's very hard to be knee deep or neck deep in all of this ridiculous propaganda and information when there's so much going on. I really appreciate oh, your thank stamina. You. Thank you. Uh, and I will, I will let the next caller come in. Oh, look, QBK studies here. Oh yeah. He was there a lot, uh, Saturday night, which was great. Oh, he was. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Look, there yeah. he is too. So I'm going to hang up. I hope you have a great week this week, Katie. Thank you. You too, Amanda. Okay. Rusty. Hi, Rusty. Hi, Katie. Um, hi, how are you? Oh, not too bad. How are you doing? Good. Good. Um, kind of a quick question as I kind of force myself to get back into reading a lot more, you know, given with work uh, requirements, I kind of don't have as much opportunity anymore. But what are what's like one or two good books that you could recommend for kind of getting to know a little bit more information about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? 
Um, I like, um, uh, well, I really like Miko Pella's um, book, uh, The General Sun. Okay. Um, also, ironically, um, uh, Benny Morris, who's become right wing, but his book, uh, 1948, is really good. Um, and then um, The Ethnic Cleansing of Palestinians or of Palestine, I can't remember what it's called, which is by um, Elon Pape. Cool. Um, and how do you spell um, Elon's last name? Uh, P-A-P-P-E. Okay, sweet. With an accent over the E, I think. Cool. Um, yeah, well, thank you. And yeah. yeah, thanks for all that you guys do. And that's all I had. Awesome. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Thanks. Bye, Rusty. See ya. Okay, case. Case study QB, who I got to meet in person on Saturday. It was night. so How's great meeting you. Much love to you, Katie. Much love to the chat. It was awesome meeting you. And uh, I met, I was able to chat with Bree the day before at the Worker Strike Back party, um, not party event. And, uh, at, uh, and I also was able to meet Chris Hedges. I wish I could have met uh, Shama, who I interviewed on my channel oh. before, but I had to run to work. Um, the night before and at your event, I had to run to work as well. So I apologize for right. skipping out. But I, no I was worries. definitely contemplating, like, should I just go to work late? Uh, and I was like, I, I, I couldn't, yeah. uh, <laughs> couldn't do it. But um, well, I'm glad you thought of it. That means it was a good. It was show. a great show. It, I really enjoyed the fact that you were giving some insights. I, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't uh, record it, but I understand because of when I left. No, we oh, recorded we, it. We just didn't live. Oh, you it. recorded? How how can I listen to the whole thing then? We're gonna release it. It's gonna be a Patreon. Okay. First. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta yeah. get uh, the Patreon. Then it'll be on the regular. Um, feed, awesome. You know? Okay. Because I, I was very curious. Like after I left, like what they talk? Because you guys has a little bit of inside information type of stuff uh, when I was there. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. So um, I'm gonna ask this question and then uh, jump out. Uh, and thank you for doing, continuing to do the call in. Uh, I really appreciate being this access to you. So I've been trying to push this force the debate hashtag, right? And as mm -hmm. a way to put pressure on from the outside onto the DNC um, so that RFK and Marianne Williams can kind of have something to point to to say, hey, look, you got all the support from the outside, you know? Right. But I would right. like to say and, and talk to you and your audience and say, hey, if August comes, which we know GOP, they're having their first primary debate in August. If August comes and there's no debate in sight for the Democrats, then the, the pressure should shift to Marianne Williamson and Robert F. Kennedy to debate each other on as high as a, of a platform that they can go on to. So, for example, right. uh, Joe Rogan, uh, somebody... Um, Day and David uh, from Call Me Limbo podcast, they suggest Newsmax, uh, which they have get, they're getting more uh, they're getting more ratings than CNN these days. So that might be a legitimate, you know, although they are conservative. I'm sorry. Who is sorry? I couldn't hear who you just said. Uh, who was who who's getting more? Ratings? Oh, Newsmax. Newsmax is getting. They're, oh, they're reportedly getting like CNN ratings are so low that uh, Newsmax is beating them. And also I saw I saw uh, Dennis Kucinich on Newsmax. He did an interview for them. So there's there is some kind of, you know, communication wow. there. Uh, and, and he was 
did an interview in uh, the interview about RFK. So the fact that he's the campaign manager. Wow. So there is a connection right. there. So I, anyway, that's what do you think about that? I mean, I think there sh- they should. I don't even know if it needs to be a debate, but just a discussion. Okay. I don't even think it needs to be like adversarial. Yeah, I agree. Because they are. I agree. Said? Go ahead. Yeah. So they could just have a discussion. Mm. We could do it on the Katie Halper mm. show. Uh, useful mm. idiots, or of course, um, breaking you know. points. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree, and um, I would love. I, me personally, I think the more discussions or debates whatever you want to call it the better hour two hours each and have different topics healthcare could be an hour two hour by itself uh discussion right uh we need to discuss police reform that could be an hour discussion uh black issues uh palestine and israel israel uh, conflict issue that could be an hour two hours by itself so um, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. we're on one accord and audience, much love to you all and have a great one. Thanks. Thanks, Case. All right. All righty. Who are we at? Where are we at now? Oh, no more callers. Someone come on. Anyone? You guys should take advantage of this because it's going to be on, um, I think what's going to happen is uh, we're, we're going to move to Locals, which is a Rumble thing, platform. And uh, it's going to be, I think at the beginning, it's not going to be voice stuff. It's going to be text. And then they're going to build out the capability. Oh, we got a bunch of people. Okay. We got Amanda. We got Jonathan. We got Jason. We got Sele. Okay, great. Amanda, I'm going to skip you because you already spoke. And then I'll get back to you. Okay, Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Hello. Uh, so Hello, far, so good. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I, because I, uh, I was watching uh, Glenn Greenwald, and like from what I can see, it's just, uh, it's just text, and I'm like, there's like, don't oh, get so me he, wrong, like he's already done it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's already done it, and like, I, as far as I can see, it's just text. Now, if you heard they're gonna build out the voice thing, that's that's a different story, but. I just remember the first time I, I think you were actually the first show I, no, maybe Brie was, I don't remember whether it was you or Brie, but I remember the first time I called in and you actually heard my voice and it right. kind of hit me that that was the first time you actually heard my voice, even though we've been talking via Twitter and, right. and uh, live stream chats. And it really is different. I agree. It yeah, is I different. Really like yeah. And that's not something I would want to necessarily give up in favor of going back to just pure text. It's just, right. uh, you don't have the same, the same actual human communication with your audience that way. Right. But if they're going to build out the voice thing, they're going to build out the voice thing. That's, yeah. you know, then it's an acceptable substitute. Right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing the, how long do you think before you release the, uh, the video of the, live show uh probably sometime next uh by next week at the latest for patreons all right i yeah. will be looking for that um, oh, also guys, I, 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 I announcement oh, sorry, so this week on the katie halper show um we're doing a special stream uh let for leslie lee who used to be my co-host he's had some health issues and he's having trouble getting disability so we're doing a little fundraiser stream for him and we're going to have a lot of great guests 
um, Matt Christman and Will Meneker from Chop with Trap House, um, Brian from Street Fight Radio, Tom Sexton from Chill Billies, uh, Jamie Peck. And also at the beginning of the show, before we get into that part, I'm having on Cornell West. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to that. Week Tuesday at 7 p.m. EST. Yeah. YouTube.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Yeah. Yeah. I was also, I was asked to pass on a message, but I see there's a, a bunch of people behind me. I'll just send it to you on Instagram. How about that? Instagram or uh, Twitter? Twitter's better. Uh, which, yeah, whichever one you, you like. Yeah. Twitter. I'm on Twitter more. Okay, Twitter. I'll send it on Twitter DM. Great. Thanks, All John. Right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, where'd Jason call, go? And Sele. All right, we're going to go with Stupid and then Sele and then Amanda. But I want to hear from Jason, too. Stupid, I can't read your last name. Stupid what? Unix, like the word Unix, like the harem system. Oh, stupid units. Okay, what's going on? Like dignitaries, bureaucrats, but you cut off their balls so they actually do work instead of fucking all the time. Right. I'm familiar with that. It's pretty straightforward. Given how the crack legislation differed from cocaine and Biden's role of that and that entire class of Washington, D.C. that was involved in that drug legislation and their propensity for doing cocaine. Are they afraid of crack cocaine? Is that why the drug laws have been so weird for my entire life? They're just afraid of crack cocaine and they like cocaine. Is that the thing? I mean, it's because rich people do co- – in general, it's a richer drug. So they are lighter on the cocaine than yeah, on crack. Yeah, but rich people could do crack, but are they just afraid? Is oh, that the rich, thing? I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that. Sorry. Maybe Hunter might be brave. Who knows? All right. right. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. Okay, Sally. I'll make you next caller. Hi, Sally. Hi. Hi. Actually, I <laughs> I don't have much to say. Just said, please call, and I I called, and then, but uh, oh, nevertheless, I I have a, I came up a couple of questions. I I have the other day this the guy. Uh, Adamu is his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. He mentioned something Baraka, that. Yeah. I, yeah. He, he. He's. I really like him. And yeah, he mentioned something that he he said that he you asked him if he was going to support Cornell West. Right. Or endorse him. Endorse him, right? And he yeah. answered something that there's still things to see. Yeah. What do you think he meant? I'm not sure. Maybe if other people join. That's kind of what I thought he meant. If other people not join, if other people run, throw their hat in. Okay, okay. He has a party, right? Uh, Cornell, uh, who, Ajimu or Cornell? Ajimu. Well, he was with the Greens. I actually should have asked him that. I'll, I'll, clar- I'll get a clarification on that. He's with Black Alliance for Peace, but that's not a political party. Oh, that's not a political Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, I wanted to because I, people are have been talking a lot about it and I mentioned that and then I didn't know what to say when yeah. they asked me. And yeah, well, there's there's a lot going on. You should check what there's a lot going on in Colombia and in yeah. different parts. In, it, it's kind of a mess. And mm. that's, yeah. and that's what it's based. 
Mm-hmm. A job that lives in Colombia for people who don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he lives in Colombia. Yeah, I wonder what that's he right? I don't yeah, I don't know. He has on his website a blog, but I didn't see anything recent. <laughs> okay. Because it's very right what they're doing. There is there is uh many leaders that came out to say that what they were doing to Petro was kind of a soft coup or something mm. that yeah because it's it's amazing right like all these legislations he was going to pass and this happened and it's kind of crazy yeah and okay so that that's that's mainly all and another thing that I yeah I will take the chance to say is sometimes I hear people here talking about BRICS as if they're going to be some big alternative or kind of save so many countries. And the thing is that... And BRICS is uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, right? India, China, and South Africa. Yeah, Yeah, now uh, from August, it's it's supposed to be bigger. It's supposed to be us, Saudi Arabia, Zimbabwe, uh, and yeah, if they say yes, and another country that I can't remember. And yeah, we're supposed to join. But here's the thing, right? It's a, it's a bank and it gives loans because right now what happened with BRICS is that they don't give money outside of BRICS, right? To any mm-hmm. country outside of BRICS. And we try to go with Brazil and try to change the legislation because, of course, we are always desperate for money. And there has, for yeah, and there has been. We're selling. <laughs> <clears throat> so the thing is that, uh, yeah, the, it, it, it's a bank, right? What it does, it, it's, I think it's really good, is, you know, these Chinese loans and stuff like that, right? Like they, what they do it is they make it very transparent. Because mm-hmm. I don't know why the other ones are never known the the conditions, right. uh, yeah, done in secret and for some reason. And the thing is that it's very transparent. And also, when you negotiate or when you have to delay a payment, it's it's kind of a, supposed to going to be a good IMF, but it's mm-hmm. it's not more than that, right? It's a bank. Of okay. many nations. So I wanted to. And you're saying that because you feel like people don't understand that? Like, why? Like, when you're, yeah, you're like, emphasizing it's a bank, because what do you think? What do you think people are misunderstanding it as? Well, there is some misunderstanding, I think, in all about China, right? The other day, I, I was mentioning that one of the, the conditions we used to have that now they change it, but we used to have for. Uh, China to lend us money was that we keep our deal with the IMF, right? Like we mm. don't change it. And people did, don't, don't seem to know that China is such a big part of the IMF, right? Mm. Yeah. As if China was, yeah, and that, and, and, and I think they give a lot of um, agency to the, to the BRICS as if they're going to, I've seen these videos, right? Like they, they're trying to, as if they're going to challenge the West or something right. very big, that that's not going to happen, right? Like that's, that's this is that what they're going to do is to avoid the IMF and maybe to create a coin and avoid dollar, but that's as far as they can go, I think. Mm-hmm.
so yeah i wanted to make that clear because if there's this news about as if they are going to save the world and i don't think right. it's it's going to happen like that so thank you for having me yeah of course always love having thank you, you seven thank you bye bye okay phantom is fanto uh, then i'll skip to jason then i'll go to gabe then jenny then amanda yes Hey. Good morning. Um, so Good morning. my obvious thing about uh, your call-in show is you just move it to Twitter spaces and then you take all of the content that you have on Twitter spaces and you make it as Patreon additional content for the people who can't uh, uh, tune in for the show because they don't have Twitter. That's what I would suggest. Well, I mean, then I, I'm not just to be transparent, like we get a con we get pay paid by call-in. And then it's going to be getting paid by uh, Rumble because it's it's sometimes it's a little stressful to co constantly be paid by subscribers only. It's nice to have some money coming in. Oh, okay, okay. That's why we do it this way. Yeah. All right. Well, well, um, that's all I had right now. Thank you, though. Bye. Okay. Um. Jason, then Gabe. Hi, Jason Call. How's it going? Unmute yourself by hitting the mic icon. You've been on the show, so I know you know how to do it. Although maybe it, it's been a while. You there, Jason? Hit the mic icon at the bottom of the screen. Tell everyone, people in the call, where do you, where, because it's different because I'm hosting it. So where does the, the, uh, the, oh, we lost it. Maybe seven bad connection. Okay, Gabe. Hey, Gabe, how's it going? Hello? Hey, how's, how's it going? Good, good. Um, I just wanted to say that I was at, also at your live show on Saturday. Oh, yeah, I remember. We took a photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically like the first, like, in real life, politics kind of thing I've ever done before. I normally keep that stuff like private for whatever reason, but I just wanted to say it's, it's super cool to actually get out there and be around like-minded people in the real world. And it, it, I, yeah, came away feeling super positive and just good. Yay. Yeah. But I also wanted to ask, I feel like any of the other presidential candidates, possible candidates aren't getting like the, attention even online from from people who you would think would be interested in somebody running against Joe Biden like there was so much energy and it felt like so much like organic uh stuff going on behind Bernie Sanders and I'm mm -hmm. just wondering why like where did everybody go why does it feel like so much smaller well I think that Bernie uh, some people have like PT post traumatic stress disorder, PTBD, post Bernie traumatic, whatever, post traumatic Bernie disorder. I think a lot of people put their hopes into that campaign and then felt really disappointed and are done with electoralism. Um, I think there are just some people who maybe aren't even done with electoralism, but like Bernie, don't like the other people. Um, I think that it's funny because I do think that. Marianne is pretty close to Bernie in lots of ways. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think it is probably <clears throat> like a lot of dis disappointment and just like apathy and just like checking out probably like people not even paying attention, just assuming like uh, there's no point in challenging Biden because yeah. they, it just won't happen. Um, because I think there's probably a majority of people who were behind Bernie Sanders who wouldn't feel like so turned off by certain comments from like a Marianne or a Cornell West. Like, yeah. like I think the people who care about that stuff are, are really loud, like, and I care about that stuff as well. But I think there's just like a lot of people not even a part of the conversation anymore, it feels like. Yeah. Well, I do also think people are like, what's the point? They, they, you know, screwed over Bernie. And then he also uh, conceded too early. So there's like frustration on both sides. I think people think maybe it's a pointless endeavor because, you know, Sanders came as close as someone was ever going to get and they put their thumb on the scale, the Democrats. Um, yeah. A lot of people, when I've said that there should be a debate, people are like, well, they're never going to let them do that, which I think is silly. There are lots of things that we we should we call for an advocate, even if they may not happen. Right. No, it's the same attitude when people are like, oh, I do like a candidate like Bernie Sanders, but, you know, nobody will vote for him. It's like, well, right. kind of self-defeating. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you so much. And uh, can't wait for the next live show you do. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Gabe. All righty. I'm going to try for you again, Jason. Call because I want to hear from you. Unmute yourself. I just called on you. Okay, press the mic button icon to unmute. Jason, I know you can do it. Maybe he's like walking down the street and it keeps getting loud whenever I call on him. Press the mic icon. Come on, Jason, you can do it. All right, we're going to move on and then get back to you. Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Thanks, How's it uh, going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. I am following the Republican primary really closely. And I think the wheels just came off Ron DeSantis' bus over the weekend. I, I don't know if you know, but he's being funded upwards of $200 million by the establishment to do this campaign. What do you mean by the establishment? Like, who are you talking about? Uh, big pharma, big military. You know, mm. the typical typical people, but um, people who have been former Trump supporters who threw Trump under the bus, who went over to DeSantis openly, loudly, you know, rallying for him are openly on Twitter saying things like, hey, do you think Trump will welcome me back into his campaign now that it's obvious this DeSantis thing is not going anywhere? And um, so that's how bad it is. And there's just this feeling of like he has no charisma, no ability to connect with his voters. And his wife kind of like grabs the mic at various events and takes over. And so the whole thing is just kind of a big mess right now. And um, I don't know if your listeners are interested in this, but I think Trump just solidified his position with this indictment. What do you think? I mean, I think that, you know, what did Trump say about himself? He could shoot someone on Madison Avenue and people would still love him. Obviously you're not suggesting that what he did is, is that bad, but um, yeah, I don't think that, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen if he goes to jail, if he'd run for president like Eugene V. Debs. 
um, from jail. But yeah, I think his supporters are pretty uh, loyal. They are. And Kennedy is really rising in the polls, too. And yeah. So um, I think their messaging and they're they're hitting it hard with the, you know, pharmaceutical stuff and children's health. Trump came out and gave a big speech about that this past week, put out mm. a video. And so I just think the drug industrialists especially are kind of quaking because there's a real reckoning that's that's kind of rising up in the amongst the people around just exactly what happened with COVID. And um, I don't think the media is going to be able to derail RFK Jr. I mean, he's there. He's got a message and he is not afraid to share it. Yeah, I just don't know how it's going to. I mean, if he may not just obviously the traditional media is blackballing him. Um, it's a blackout, but um, we'll see if he gets, you know, through alternative media Yeah. or right wing media. I mean, that's the thing. The well, traditional was, media besides Fox News is black. Uh, he, he was just black on he was just on Jordan Peterson's podcast. Right. And he said, you know, Biden said no debates. Trump said no debates. He said he thinks this whole campaign is going to be adjudicated through podcasting and just having long form discussions and that that will serve the people better than just having everybody debate and fling poo at each other during the debates and score points. And I personally think that's the direction we need to go anyway, because the American people deserve to have these long form conversations where people can really have a chance to flesh out what they're all about. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it is incredible that, you know, CNN, I think, is having a a town hall tonight with Chris Christie. I don't know where their town and they had a town hall with uh, Donald Trump. I don't know where their town hall with Marianne Williamson or RFK is. Yeah, they're so so hypocritical on that point. They really should just allow everybody who's thrown their hat in the ring to have a have a microphone. Yeah, and, and to have a hearing. And, you know, if they don't, then I just think alternative media is going to continue to rise. Thanks again for everything you do, Katie. I so appreciate that you're willing to talk to me, even though I'm a a Trump supporter. Sure. Thank you. All righty. No war, Chris. Bye, Jenny. Hey, no war, Chris. Good morning, Katie. Um, Morning. I think the first thing, and this isn't directed at you, just uh, at the call-in app and rumble their owner now that they can't have a... uh, a voice format uh, interactive service that they just purchased implement into their current, you know, setup. They have to eliminate, call it, and then add it later is fucking ridiculous. But anyway. Um, well, well, the other difference is that it's going to be video. I mean, I know that there's some people did it on video with Colin, but this is going to be like, I think, only and always video. I don't know how I feel about that necessarily. I kind of like just the voice format, like the old, yeah. you know, talk radio, caller in right. format. I don't know. There's something to be said for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second thing, uh, the previous caller just said something about DeSantis just lost it because it's shown that he has backing of moneyed interests. 
Trump has that too. Every presidential candidate right. has that. Like Biden has that. I mean, Bernie probably was the exception. Um, I think. I think Marianne has limited that and and RFK as well. But RFK probably has a little more. I would guess. Um, but I don't know that. That's just super. Just a guess. Uh, yeah. The reason I called in was, you know, you just offered to have a discussion between Marianne Williamson and RFK on your channel, either the Katie Helper Show and Useful Idiots. And, you know, the last time I called in and spoke to you was kind of on this subject. I thought we kind of talked about this and agreed. I I thought my takeaway at the end was that you kind of agreed that people who are friends with Marianne shouldn't be pretending to objectively interview Marianne and certainly shouldn't have discussions between a candidate that they dislike and one that they do like or one that I don't, they're friends but with. I don't think you know, so like, because, hold on one second. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Chris, let me respond because I don't think you're, I have a point of information. I don't dislike him. As I've said, I think there are things that he's better on than she is. I think there are things that she's better on than he is. And what I've said is that you can t- take and have it in mind that I am friendly with Marianne Williamson. Be and then you can though, your friends. Look, like, call her your friend. Sure, I'm okay. friends with her. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I've said that before, so I wasn't trying to cover that up. But um, I don't think that means that I can't uh, opine about her. Again, like, I think she's wrong on Ukraine. So... Don't, but don't but, you think, yeah, you like, do you think that you can interview your mother the same way you can interview Barack Obama? Like, no, of course you can't. Like, this is the this is the conversation I'm trying no, to solicit from you. No, but you can, you can watch you. me interview my mom. You can watch me interview my mom and know that I'm interviewing my mom, or you don't have to watch it. I mean, it's not really totally. Is it? Yeah, total I mean. Comparison. It's a little weird when people who are friends are interviewing. Like, that was the whole thing about that I think the problem with the press and media in general is that access has become more important. And what is access based off of? It's based off a a friendship, a kinship, or or something. And that dilutes dilutes people's objectivity, right? Like, so why... Right, but they don't admit that. The difference is they don't admit that, and uh, it's up to. I mean, Free and I talked about this a little bit, but like, you know, there's going to be, if anything, there are p- probably parts where I'm uh, going to be would be harder on her because I'm aware of people's position on this. But I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna recuse myself from uh, opining on the primary, and I think that if I I think a pine uh, and then interviewing Marianne or having Marianne. Well, I'm not going to recuse myself. Well, from, but that's what. And it's up to you. It's up to you to watch it. And you know the information. And the difference is when other media does yeah, it, don't, they don't admit to having. Not know that information. And not everybody knows that Jake Tapper goes out for drinks with politicians. Not everybody knows that. Anderson no, that's Cooper what I just said. No, no, no. And, I just. Hold on. You're not I you're not entirely above board. Like Crystal Ball definitively wasn't above board in her RFK Jr. interview about her relationship with Marianne. And that's why people like I listened back to our last call and you said that you thought it was absolutely ridiculous that people thought that it was a hit job by Crystal because 
she's friends with Marianne, a hit job on RFK. I definitively think that. I think it was a, a, okay. a like beyond obvious in that interview in that instance. So and and the entirety of the point that I was trying to make because you're not Crystal, but the point that I was trying to make is that having a friendship with somebody obscures your objectivity in this. Okay. And I think the people who I are I think you I'm not cutting you off because I want to cut you off, but I think you've made your point. Lots of other people have made that point. And it's up to you then to watch or not watch. I think that everybody who does interview Marianne, who is friends with Marianne, needs to go above and beyond to be abundantly clear because not every, like the people in this call and obviously know that you're friends with Marianne, but not everybody that goes onto YouTube and would view a, a, a useful idiots or a Katie helper show clip is abundantly clear and you clip it up too into shorter clips and everybody does so that you know people don't click on 30 minute interview clips they click on five or you know for obvious reasons and it's not clear in every clip too that there's a relationship there and that there's a lack of objectivity and like it this is a new situation that hasn't been extreme like you were a supporter of bernie's but i don't think you're like you don't go to dinner with bernie and jane sanders to my knowledge maybe you do i would have though I, I was invited. I, of course you would have. <laughs> but anyway the point is that like in that search situation everybody knew you were a bernie supporter i think and but you weren't friends with him so you were able to objectively cover it the objectivity goes out the window when there's a friendship and people need to be more above board on that i'll leave it at that i keep well, I'm also not that hard on my guests in general. That's an issue I have with myself. Like, I'm not as assertive with guests. Forget, like, whether or not I'm friends with them. That's why we got Aaron, um, a useful idiot. She'll do it. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. So that's, a, I mean, that's another issue. Like, so. Well, anyway, yeah. the, the objectivity issue with people who are friends with presidential candidates is a serious issue to me. And I think that we haven't gotten to a place where it's, settled it and everybody's behaving okay. above board i'll leave it at that thanks for your time katie okay okay um kate hi katie, hi, katie. Uh, how, is, how are you good it's um i'm glad to hear that it, the show is going to kind of continue in some way over on rumble and then maybe eventually have the Colin like functionality back yeah. Um, with um, the last caller, was that No War? I'm forgetting his name. Chris. No War, Chris. Chris. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, with that, I just think that I, I agree with, I think, what both of you are saying, which is just that disclosure makes sense. Um, and Chris. I don't think there needs to be that much more than that, other than, like, you know, like if, if which I don't know that this is going to happen or not, but if Useful Idiots was going to have you know, sort of moderate a conversation between RFK Jr. and Marion Williamson. I think it just thrown at the beginning. I've been friends right. with Marion Williamson since blah, blah, blah. And then move right. on to the interview. I mean, I don't need more than that. Um, and yeah. Um, and maybe that's part of why people are mad at breaking points because they didn't say that when they were interviewing RFK. But I actually wanted to mention something else, not the controversial part of that, like RFK interview by breaking points, but Gabe was asking like what, what it would take for people to be excited about one of these presidential candidates. Um, 
And I think RFK actually made me a little more excited about his candidacy there. Cause my, my general worry about these candidacies is that, you know, I don't think they're likely to succeed because I think the democratic party would rig them if they were to succeed. And also, you know, incumbent presidents just have huge advantages. Um, and so what I really want to know is that my participation or support for a candidate isn't going to result in them, um, in them funneling sort of people back into the Democratic Party at the end uh, in exchange for nothing, which is what I see Sanders is doing and why I kind of regret some of the work I did for his campaign. Um, and yeah. RFK Jr. said during that interview that he would not endorse um, Biden or anyone who supported the you continuing the Ukraine war. And so to me, like that's the, that's the starting point for, okay, well, he's not going to endorse anyone who supports the Ukraine war. So either he's not going to endorse Biden or um, Biden's going to have to give a major concession that he ends the war. Um, And, you know, I would, that that's what I want. And now Marianne's demand might be something different, but I would like her to make a, a similar demand. You know, maybe it's has to use Section 1881A of the um, Social Security Act to give um, Flint and um, East Palestine and a couple other cities Medicare for all um, like they did for Libby. Um, You know, whatever whatever she wants to pick out, that's something that he could unilaterally do. Um, That's the kind of thing that would make me more excited about either campaign. One second. For an, in order that the demand would be, if you want my endorsement, you'd have to do this, or if you want me to not, if you want me to drop that. Oh no! Well, I think at the end of the race, once it's already clear that um, okay. they've lost, it would either be for the endorsement, or or you could threaten a third party run. You know, which, which is really what okay. I prefer. Um, if they were saying, you know, do this or else I'll run third party, but do this or else I'll endorse Cornell West might work too. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, those things would. I was excited that RFK, despite any um, bias or whatever that Crystal might have had, I was very happy that um, that information came out of that interview. And so I definitely do think interviews can be productive, um, even with people who you know have some sort of friendship with with others. Right. Um, Oh, anyway, yeah. so I'll hope to see the show, um, obviously, on YouTube still, but then also on Rumble. So will the main show be on yeah. YouTube still? But it's always on YouTube and Rumble at the same time. Okay. But the call-in call will only be on Locals, which is a Rumble platform. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it'll still be YouTube, Rumble for the main show, and then Locals. Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay, I think and that's basically what Glenn Greenwald does, except that he's exclusively to Rumble on the main show, too. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, he doesn't do, I think he doesn't do um, YouTube at all. Yeah, yeah, no, because I think he, I think he's being paid to be exclusively on right. Rumble. For, yeah. And I have to do, I have to get the Katie Halper show on Rumble also. Yeah. It, you never know. It really happens. does seem like it's growing. I was, I mean, it's a little hard to compare like view counts because I'm not sure if like the methodology and stuff's the same, but like the videos on there do seem to take off pretty well. And I'm glad given all the, yeah. you know, censorship YouTube's done over the years. Um, and then Russell Brandt, right, also does, um, I guess, YouTube and Rumble. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe just clips end up on Rumble. YouTube, but his main show's only on Rumble. I'm not sure exactly. And then Kim Iverson's yeah. on Rumble too. Um, right. So there's there's quite a few of 
you know, sort of left space kind of people um, starting to populate yeah. Rumble. So, right. yeah, I, I'm excited about that. All right, I'm going to let you go. Okay, thanks, Kate. Bye. Bye. Okay, BK something. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, I put uh, Oregon in my name because someone had the idea that maybe uh, if we put where we're from in our name, then people might uh, meet up more, meet each other in real life oh. before the app dies. Um, right. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I put um, where I'm at. Um, but yeah, real quick on the uh, like the access and what it, I, I, I don't I don't have any opinions about access journalism on in independent media, but I do feel like it would be cool if there was more of like a leftist like scene um, that wasn't just online and people met in person and there yeah. was more like connective tissue between us. And I like I'm an atheist, but I still believe that there's like such a thing as a collective consciousness and like our creativity is um, increased when we meet in per when there's um when we're just seeing each other as real people and stuff and uh, like our talents will increase, like some people are talented no matter what, like Prince. And then some people wouldn't have existed without the scene that they came from, like mm-hmm. Madonna. Mm. Um, and, uh, but anyway, like I was just thinking like if, if Colin ends and this is the last time I get a chance to ask Katie help or something, what would I ask? And um, it, it's, um, do you have any advice for like not getting triggered during a, an, a political argument? Well, that's a good one. Um, just like regrounding if possible. I think I've gotten better at it over the years, but I think if I can remind myself that like, there's no point in getting triggered, which I know is easier said than done. But that's, I guess my advice. All right. Thanks so much. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. That is like, to the extent that you feel like you have any purpose in talking to people you might as well go in there trying or committed to not getting triggered because it's just not going to help. Um, okay. That's my two cents. Um, okay. Brady and then M and then we're going to wrap. Hi, Brady. Hello. I, sorry. I almost forgot. I was here. Um, so I have, of course, one bad or the worst media moment of the week. And then I actually have a good media moment. Um, The worst one I think is the fact that a lot of people are complaining about the people's party without, and they're complaining about the libertarians and the greens and the Democrats and Republicans. No one's building a legitimate party. So I think that's the worst moment of the week. Best moment of the week is what's up case. I see you guys down there. I'm throwing some cool bands at RBN network for you guys to interview. So just keep an eye out for that. The band's name is fuck money. So keep an eye out for those guys. They're going to be reaching out to y'all and I would like to see y'all interview them. Very cool guys. And that's it. That's the, that's the good media moment. <laughs> well, well, thanks Brady. Thanks. Likewise. You too. Okay. Uh, M. Hi, Em. Um, hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Um, I think, um, I just want to say I'm from Oregon, too. So, awesome. and, yeah, and I like um, what that guy said about getting, um, 
meeting people in real life and getting people together. But I, I think um, one thing I would just like to say is when it comes to presidential candidates, like for a long time now, you just come to the realization it really doesn't matter who the president is because they can never get their agenda met anyways. And the system's put in place that way. So I don't really feel like it's hard to get excited about any presidential candidate because even if they get in office, they're going to be met with all this opposition. So it seems like for me, for like many years, I guess I've envisioned where it is going to have to come from the people, the bottom up. And it, it is about organizing. And I have been really excited because there's a lot of organizing going around that you don't hear about in mainstream media. You don't hear about much. I'm fortunate enough to have found you, you guys, like the people I follow on the internet of useful idiots and you and um, Aaron Mate and Max Blumenthal and, and people like that. Um, because it helps just kind of solidify that belief in me that it really is going to have to come from us and it is going to have to come from organizing and it really is about messaging. It's about finding that message and then also um, getting it out there. But I have a lot of hope because there is so many people in America that are really awake to the that idea that that our government isn't going to change, they aren't going to do anything, and that we have to be the ones that come together and stand up for ourselves, stand up for our rights, and take control of our government. And I guess that's, I just, that's just a belief that I have felt in my heart for like, um, for years now. And um, I'm just happy to see the progress that is being made, even though there is all of this like death and destruction and corruption that's been going on for centuries. So, um, and some people say like the time, the time is now, there is something special that is going on and happening and it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I have to hold on to that hope because, because I'm, because I'm alive. Right. <laughs> so I guess that's really all I wanted to say. Not to be, it's kind of a downer because it's no, kind of like. No, but what I would say is that like, okay, so there's two issues. One is that like, we'll never get, I think we'll never get a good president in. But your issue of like, they can't even legislate uh, their agenda. I do think there's something to be said for like a less bad president, especially because I think one of the biggest things a president can do is like not go to war. Yes, I agree with you. I agree. There's always the lesser of two evils. There's right. always been that. But as long as we're holding on to that is right. going to be our savior, you know, then then we're just going to we're we're just settling for the same old, same old. But right. I completely I agree with you. Yeah, there's definitely a lesser of two evils. But it's like on both sides, you have the the Democrats on one side thinking the Republican parties, you know, the party of the Antichrist. And you have the Republicans that think the Democrats are the party of the Antichrist. And right. for just for for drama's sake, I'll use that. But. Um, at the end of the day, sadly. Yeah, yeah, they're, right, exactly. It's the, you know, flip side of the same coin. And it's just been going on for so long that there really does have to be something different that comes out of this, you know, right. it's, um, at some point in time. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it can, can, you know, I don't know how it will unfold. I don't know um, what will take place, but I, 
I believe that there's a lot of people, even people who aren't looking, they're not looking because they feel powerless and hopeless and they haven't found that, they haven't found that message that they can believe in. And, um, and so I guess it's, I, you know, I don't know, I'll, I could ramble on. That's probably what I'm going to start doing. I, this is the first time I think I've really called in oh, and wow. spoke with anybody. So, okay. but that's really just all I wanted to say. So it's kind of a downer, but it's also like hopeful. And I think, um, you know, I think it really is just about, there's a lot of really good people in this world. Even, even if, even if I don't like them, I know that they're loved. And even if I don't agree with their, their belief systems or whatever, I still know that they're good people. They care about their family. Americans don't want suffering. We don't want to be the perpetrators of that. That's not something that's not something that we idealize about ourselves. So that's just something our government has kind of put on us. And I think people just I think people are just tired of it. And and, you know, I mean, there's so many there's so many like factors of why we're oppressed and and stuff. But I do I believe with people like you and um, all of your friends that are out there um, with your causes that just are helping to inspire people and bring them together, wake them up, give them a little bit more information about what really is going on. Because I think everybody knows to an extent on this superficial, like floating in the air level, we all know that right. corruption and greed is, is there and it really doesn't matter who's in office. We all know that. So, right. <clears throat> but... I guess that's really, that's just all I wanted to say, but, and thank you. And thank you all the call-ins, all the callers, because I really enjoy them mostly because they come in and you can tell there's, there's passion in there, there's care, and there's people paying attention that are like, that are also trying to do their part. And I think it's, I think it's great. So I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys too. Thanks, M. Great job. Great, great call-in. Well, thank you. Um, have a good day. Have a good day, too. Bye. All right, everyone. So um, this has been great, and I will see you next week. And then, again, we're going to be moving over soon to um, locals. But I'll always start here to corral you guys. All righty. See you next week. And, Jason, sorry we didn't get your call, but you kept not muting, not unmuting. All right. Um, see you all tomorrow too if you watch the Katie Halper show and I'll have on Cornell West. Bye everyone. At seven PM uh youtube.com slash uh the Katie Halper show. <laughs>